0: back what's up guys back to the 108 stitches podcast brought to you by the oni boys
1: we're back How we are back. Up, man. this is electric
0: dude i've been i've been waiting
1: yeah it, we, we waited a little bit we i mean it it's only been like a couple days since we did the focus episode but it yeah. feels a lot longer it feels also like a lot
0: longer yeah there's been also, a lot that's happened
1: speaking of things that feel like have happened a long time ago yeah I just saw you the other day, but it feels like a week ago. <laughs> dude, facts. That's uh, how
0: long the weekend was.
1: Yeah, I saw you Saturday, and now.
0: Just feels yeah, like we literally tried to hold back things that we were talking about baseball-wise, just so we could bring it up here.
1: That's true. We threw a Frisbee instead.
0: Yeah, dude, speaking of, not Frisbee, but uh-huh. things I hold back. <laughs> oh, about. Anyway, what? I played. I played the show this morning. Oh, here we go. I played one game, got a rage quit. It was great. And then the next guy that I was playing, big Met fan, had Mets jerseys and everything, and I was winning one nothing. And for some reason, this guy tried to go home. Like that's what I don't like about the show right now. Still, however many seasons later, base running is so broken. It sucks, because um, you, you could accidentally hold a button too long, then your player is accidentally going to the next base, and then he's caught Even in a rundown. Even I down. played,
1: the show, that was a problem back when I would play a lot. Yeah,
0: all the games, so that was
1: always a big problem.
0: They still haven't fixed that yet. Mm. But I, I had I had his runner on the rundown. I forgot who it was, but I threw the ball home, and I guess the guy was just going to take the out. And Gary Sanchez, my catcher, was literally. Sitting there waiting for the guy to get there. And Gary just tagged him late and the guy was safe. I was like, you're kidding, right? Like
1: they didn't, I, did they Gary you was, the option a challenge or no? There's
0: no challenge option.
1: Oh wow. There used to be a challenge option, but then again, I haven't played like any yeah. updates of the show,
0: so well maybe, but like it was so weird. Gary was literally sitting there waiting for the runner to come home, and the runner was safe. So I so I DM'd the guy. I was like, that's so annoying that you just scored. So we kept talking throughout the game. And then his next the next time he scored was that same inning where he hit a comebacker. I had Whitey Ford, my ace pitching, right? Comebacker to Whitey Ford hits him in the face. That's the first time I've ever, ever seen a pitcher how to get taken out of the game. Really? Usually usually injuries don't happen.
1: Dude, I've Even seen it if a pitcher so- gets drilled. I've seen that so much. I've seen players, pitchers get hit on the show and then be taken out. Really? Yeah. Ha- dude, used to I've never like, seen that. Like, dude, when when they first had him coming out for PlayStation 2, that would happen a lot. At
0: least the past couple of years that I've been playing, I've never seen that. Like, the picture, uh, the video that I posted on the on the Instagram account, where Madison well, Bubber gets drilled in the legs, and then he just sprints to the ball and dives, like, you know? Mm-hmm. So I had to take Whitey Ford out, and the game was two to one, and then he won three to one. And in the last inning, almost had to come back. He brought in Ed Luz Diaz again, because I've had that come against me before where the guy brings in Ed Luz Diaz, and then he pitched to one batter and walked the guy and then took him out. So I de would him, and I was like, good call taking Ed Luz out. He was like, yeah, he was only facing the righty anyways. But then I got a fo- I, After the game, I congratulate him for winning. I got a follow on the Instagram account.
1: Wow, <laughs> one
0: follow. We're yeah, big Mets fan. This. Look at that. At the Oni Boys on Instagram, by the way.
1: Plug the Instagram in case we you didn't know that by now. Yeah. But before we dig into this, I'm gonna take a complete 180 right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I was re-listening to the Focus episode, and
0: dude, I did that last night.
1: <laughs> on my end, you probably heard this too. On my end. I had my windows open for the episode. And yeah, you- the, the birds chirping the birds, in the seconds. Yeah. So I I do have my windows open again so we may hear some birds again. <laughs> yeah,
0: and just just to remind everyone, um
1: we're not in the same room. <laughs>
0: we're not we're not in the same room. The sound quality is still over just Skype, so it's going to sound bad.
1: I think I sound really echoey and you sound like kind of quietish. That's yeah. how that's I'd, I'd I tried do. to turn
0: out my mic today, so
1: When I listen to the podcast, that's what I usually hear. I'm echoey and you're kind of like more quiet.
0: Yeah. But that's just until. So honestly,
1: a little over a month, we'll be back in the same room.
0: Yeah. And also like you just had like a little like audio, like glitch, you know, that happens a lot too. But and then we're going to add a third mic. We're going to start having guests on the show. We're going to start posting on YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. Big plans. A lot of things are coming. Yeah, and I've been, uh, we're actually on seven different platforms now. Oh, wait, this is news to me. We're on seven now? Seven. Oh
2: there are platforms
0: that I've never heard of before. Oh, uh, that, that makes sense. And we're still waiting to get a sponsorship deal from Anchor, because they said they'll send us an email, try to set it up way before. I I actually went in and I, I requested to get a sponsor way before we started the podcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, you want to dive into uh past week?
1: Oh. I'm ready. I'm like I'm ready, ready. All right, let's do it, man. So, the home run derby. Yeah. That was fun.
0: It was fun. Too bad I was working for most of it.
1: I right, dude, I was
0: texting you the play by play. Dude, best home run derby I ever watched, though. Far and away. What? When it was Vlad versus Jock, I had you on phone and all of my co-workers were standing around me waiting to see what you told us.
1: Dude, it was insane. But let, let's start first round first before we dive into that. Yeah, round. well,
0: even before first round, Yelich, because of his back hurting, he didn't want to do it. But the Brewers were definitely like, yeah, you too gu- you're too good. Let's not have you in the home run derby.
1: Yeah, we don't need you screwing up your swing and also getting more hurt. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so yeah, but he, Matt,
0: st- he still started the All-Star game. but
1: Matt, Matt Chapman took his spot in the Derby, and I kind of felt that it was unfair for Chapman, not only because of who he went up against, but also yeah. they just threw Chapman in as the one seed, even though he's not the one seed. I know.
0: They should have <laughs> changed up the seeds, too. They
1: really should have.
0: You know, like, I, I understand the way they do the seeds, but... There's absolutely no way ever that Vlad Guerrero Jr. should have been eight seed.
1: Well, I agree with that, yeah. But at the same yeah. time, you only can base it off of the home runs at the time. Right, and it that's that's
0: sense. why I agree with it. I still understand why they do it, and I think that's probably the best way of doing it. But, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying.
0: It's <laughs> So, like, Vlad making it to the championship really isn't an upset, is basically what I'm trying to say.
1: I mean, yes and no. Yeah. I I can't fully sit here and say it was. I can't fully agree with you on that just because, like, yeah, he's got tremendous potential, but it hasn't been exposed at the major league level yet. He's not having a good year at the majors. Let's let's put that out there right now. Yeah, he's not. He's really no. not. So, I mean, I get why he isn't. But obviously, if you know baseball, you know his power is going to play as a one seed. Right. Exactly. So for exactly. God, for people like me and you, it makes sense. Like, oh yeah, it's unfair that he's a an eight seed but like i understand why he is an eight seed though
0: yeah like that that's what i'm trying to get at
2: Mm -hmm.
0: like i get it but like you know yeah so his first round i wasn't able to see it you watched it broke the record
1: yeah 29 dude that i haven't so watching this derby i realized i was sitting on my couch and guerrero was up and there was certain points where I would – he would go on such a roll where he'd, like, hit five, six in a row where I would jump up off my couch and be like, yeah. oh, God. Like, I, I that's seriously what was happening. I was getting up off my couch and I was going, oh, my. Like, he's – he was doing what you're supposed to do in the derby, and that's hit line drives. Yeah. In that ballpark. And I
0: remember talking to you prior. We thought that it was going to be different. Like, Pete Alonso and Vlad, because they have so much power, we're going to hit the high, long, time-ticking home runs, you know?
1: And Pete Alonso did that a lot, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but – and also in, in that uh, progressive field though, where they played the home run derby in Cleveland, that wall is a pretty big wall for a right-handed hitter to get yeah, over. Yeah, it is. Guerrero was Lefties had a
0: huge advantage.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Guerrero was just hitting line drives, and it worked out really well. And then he, If you looked at his sprays, he was – All
0: pull. Like, he didn't hit any oppo home runs at all.
1: Compare that to Ronald Acuna Jr., who went after him. Acuna hit 25. Let's keep that in mind. He had a great... He did really good. His spread, though, was all over the ballpark. He was going oppo. He was pulling the ball. His spread was really impressive. To me,
0: like, if I'm being honest, that's more impressive than just pulling the ball every single time.
1: Oh, absolutely. I agree with you. And the fact that he almost matched Guerrero... And he was hitting to all fields is very impressive. Yeah. He probably, don't get me wrong, Guerrero really impressed me the first round because he obviously broke the record and he made me jump out of my seat. The thing about breaking the record,
0: uh, Josh Hamilton had the record before that. I remember watching the Homer Derby. Like, I don't remember a lot from my childhood watching mm -hmm. baseball like that, but like, I specifically remember, obviously, because it was at Yankee Stadium. Mm -hmm. But I think Vlad Guerrero had a more impressive run the Josh yeah, it's Hamilton.
1: Time. It's time. You have, you right. only have so much time to do it.
0: Like obviously Josh Hamilton has hit those all in a row, but so does Vlad. And mm-hmm. he, he didn't have a time limit. He could have 10, ten outs. Yeah. That that takes so long. Mm-hmm. And Vlad only had what is it, four minutes?
1: Yeah, four minutes. Like four if you if you get if you hit two past four forty, you get
0: an extra yeah, thirty, extra 30. You bonus time. So you have four and a half minutes to hit 29 home runs. And I I, w- I wonder how long it took Josh Hamilton to do it, but it, I want to say it was definitely more than four minutes.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. That that Hamilton Derby was insane, though. I do remember that growing up.
0: You too. I'm everyone's freaking out about it. That was so. I miss I miss the back back back. That like they got to have him on at some point again. Instead of listening to Joe Buck or whoever we listen to. I. Uh,
1: Oh, yeah, no. That's something that I sh- – mm, now that you bring this up, this was something I remember talking to you about. I hated how analytical we're getting during the home run derby. Yeah. I, I'm i not a big stat cast guy. Like, I'm very bare bones. I don't – like, listen, seeing how far the home run is going is cool and all, but everything else they're trying to do, it's just so t- you're – you're pushing it too much. You're really trying to – yeah. the stats and everything else. Like, the home run derby is supposed to be fun to watch. Let's watch some guys hit some home runs. Like, hearing the back, 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 like yeah, it gets annoying. Chris Berman, like, right? Chris Berman. Yeah. But it makes the home run derby so much more cooler to, to just hear that. Like, I don't, know, I, I couldn't get behind the announcers this year. I couldn't. And also, I, like- I, I did not like how they were not down on the field because usually they're down on the field. Yeah. They have guys come over and talk to them, but yeah. they. I thought it was pretty ridiculous, personally, that they were up somewhere. I'm not going to lie. I don't mind having Mark
0: Teixeira as an announcer just because I'm a Yankee fan. Mark Teixeira wasn't there. but At least in the pregame he was. I didn't catch the pregame. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I guess I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was there.
1: I know Eduardo Perez was there and two guys who I'd really never heard of before were there.
0: Okay. Well, I thought he was there. Never mind. But getting back to the Homer Derby, the actual players, mm. Pete Alonso, I actually yeah.
1: didn't didn't think he was going to get it past the first round, to be honest. I didn't either, because he got very lucky because Carlos Santana did not put up a good round. Yeah, I actually got to watch
0: that one because the register, nobody was coming to the register at that point, and uh, the TV's right there.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I, I actually I didn't think he was going to do it. I remember watching it with my boss,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: we we both were shocked that he actually made it.
1: Well, here's the thing that with Alonzo that was going on. The guy that was throwing him the pitches was not making good pitches that first round. Yeah, Alonzo had to adjust his swing according to the pitches. And, you know, watching guys like Vlad and the guys that had really good first rounds, they were getting the pitches right where they wanted them, and they were turning on them. They were doing nothing different with their swings. It was natural. But Alonzo, you could tell there were p- points where he was just adjusting yes. to wherever. You, it was, was
0: crazy about that, too. Like... Mm. It's almost more on the pitchers well or as much as like how important it is to pitch a good pitch to the batter as it is the batter to try to hit a home run
1: oh, I absolutely agree, I absolutely agree with that it's It's a lot on the pitchers
0: and you know how hard it is to consistently throw like down the middle
1: very hard on on a stage where you're in front of a Sold-out crowd of, like, 45,000. Sold-out yeah.
0: crowd. It, there's so much pressure to make a good pitch to your to your batter.
1: Yeah. It, it's crazy. But, yeah, no, Pete Alonso got lucky. He got yeah, very he lucky did. in the first round. Because he was also hitting a lot of high-fly balls, too. And,
0: okay. I wanted to bring this up, too, and I remember talking to you about this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I really think that, one, the whole waiting to the ball lands, nobody yeah. cares about that. Yeah, they were they were bending that rule this year. Bending were- that rule, and I think they should just do away with the rule.
1: Um, I don't think they should do away with it. I do think they should wait to a certain point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I understand the whole waiting thing, but if nobody's following me anyways, mm-hmm. and you should just be able to try to hit as many home runs as you can in four to four and a half minutes.
1: Well, yeah, that's the point of it. Right.
0: Instead of having to wait until your ball lands,
1: I mean, I get why that's a rule, but I do see this was the most noticeable year where it was definitely bent.
0: Yeah, and I remember previous years the umpire would stand behind and make sure. And I saw that a little bit, but I also there were some points where there was no umpire behind on plate; they were just swinging whenever they wanted to.
1: The home run derby is supposed to be theatrical, like it's, This is one of the this is the big thing for baseball. Yeah. So I, I get your point of things where it's like have it nonstop, keep going, but I do think also for the players' benefit too, you kind of want to have that little rest, right? You but know, they even though it's a whole like two seconds, like
0: right, that's what I'm saying though. Like they can take that rest if they want to. Mm-hmm. It should just be an open four minutes to where they can swing as fast as they want to or take a quick break and wait for the ball to land. You know, like tell the pitcher hold up one sec. You know, or just call a timeout. But
1: I really feel like we're just describing the home run derby right now. Yeah. Like, I, yeah.
0: Anyway, <laughs> changing topics real quick. Mm. Real quick. I would like to see MLB do more than just the home run derby for the All Star week. What do you mean? What else do you want to say? Like, maybe Golden Arm or like Roadrunner. Like, I know they, they probably don't want. People like pulling hammies running around the bases on the all-star break. But like, that's something I remember going to Cooperstown and there was a whole, maybe not around the horn where you're with your team and you try to run it around the base, uh, throw it around the bases as fast as you can. But it would be cool to see like an outfielder try to hit a target, the home plate as a skills competition or like see what, who the fastest runner is and see how fast to get around the bases for another skills competition. Like I know hockey has, that. I know football
1: has a skills thing. Every, every, just major, every major sport has it other than baseball. Yeah. But here's the thing with that that I obviously I think it would be really cool to see all that. But there's so much money wrapped up in the players now where right. I don't think owners are going to let that happen.
0: Right. And I get that. Like like I said, what if ML- the players run around the bases like you got Billy Hamilton running around the bases, pulls a hammy, done for six weeks, you know?
1: Yeah. And here's the thing. In comparison to all other major sports, the contracts MLB gives out are the highest. And they're also guaranteed. Yeah. That's the big thing. (laughs) These contracts are guaranteed. Other sports do not guarantee their contracts. They can, like, in other sports, they can just cut someone and not – and they can just shred up the contract. But if someone gets cut in MLB, they're still getting the money that they're – So, like, I can understand from ownership perspective – why they don't want to have a skills competition because they already yeah, have so that. much into it i get that it would just be something cool to see oh it know? would be really cool to see i i've told you this i'm very big on seeing a pitcher home run derby yeah. i want, i want to see a pitcher home run derby so bad
0: or maybe it would be cool if they did like just a pitcher home run derby but if they had like zach Greinke or like mad bum in the home run derby with the other power hitters you know I maybe that maybe that would be a little bit
1: unfair. That, that's a little unfair. I I want to see a full home pitcher derby. Yeah, that would be cool though. Like if they did that before, like the regular home run derby. Like they if they did a short version, like of a four players, run, you know. Well, not even. I mean, they could do that, but I'm also thinking like instead of having four minutes, maybe have like two minutes. You know. Yeah, yeah. An abbreviated version of it, and still have eight guys who want to do it. I wouldn't mind that. I think it would be a lot of fun. But anyway,
0: right, getting back to it, Vladimir Guerrero. Against Jock Peterson.
1: Craziest thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Bro, to be That's honest, insane. I, I really didn't think Jock was going to come even close to what he did.
1: I mean, I was not expecting him to do that at all. Because Guerrero hit 29 again. He went first, yeah. bro. And He almost re- hit 30. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had 29 again. And now it's just like, oh, Jock Peterson's got his work cut out for him. And he just went off. Yeah. And then they go into the next part of it because they tied and they tied again and they tied again. It was it was insane.
0: That that was crazy. I, that's when I had you on the phone telling me what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I couldn't believe. And then we finally got went back to the to the back room to watch it on TV real quick. Uh-huh. And bro, I that was absolutely insane to watch. It was I still can't
1: believe that that happened at this point. That was. What was it, like triple overtime, right? Something like that. Yeah. They they went into. I'm trying to think. They what, did two. They did. I know they did. Three, three, three swing offs. They did. I think it was three swing offs, and two of them were with yeah. only three swings. Yeah. I do know that. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. insane, dude. It was crazy. It was absolutely insane. That would have been a
0: sick final.
1: Ferro hit forty home runs that round. I know. Forty.
0: Forty. And he then th-
1: thirty-nine.
0: This is the crazy thing about that, though. Like, if you're gonna say flat, what I, it's wait, forty,
1: if what? you're gonna say what I think you're about to say, but no, keep going. I I really think I know what you're about to say, and I'm gonna I'm, I have a good comeback for it. But keep going. I
0: know, and, and I'm not gonna diss him by saying this. It's just funny that's a fact though Vlad hit more home runs in the second round than Pete Alonso had the entire derby going into the championship round
2: yeah
1: but like that's not how the derby's played (laughs) I know I know because I I saw people go off on social media about this and it and listen obviously I'm a Met fan I'm not trying to like fight for Pete Alonso or anything right
0: I'm not even dissing him anyways I'm I'm not saying that he shouldn't have been there it's just it's crazy that because it's formatted that way way that that's what happened
1: yeah know? people got so like i saw people getting like pissed off because like oh guerrero hit like 93 home runs and alonzo barely hit half of that oh he shouldn't have won but like that's not how it's set up it's, it's over a, it. it it's that simple like any other tournament
0: is like that like mm-hmm. if the best seed is playing against really really tough teams then like a really low seed has a really easy Like, if a one-seed plays a three-seed on one side of the tournament, and the one-seed beats the three-seed in a really tough game, and then a really low-seed has really easy games going up, the three-seed could have easily beat the low-seed, you know? Yeah. If, If that makes sense.
1: I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah, like, just any tournament, no matter what it is, it could be super unbalanced, where somebody who lost to a really good team would have beat the team that's in the Final Four, or in the championship game. But that's mm-hmm. just how it is.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's exactly how it is.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, so then
0: I remember I finally got home for the championship round. Mm-hmm. We're watching it, dude. I I can't even explain the look on your face when Pete Alonso <laughs> won. I
1: I did not expect. I, I said this on the uh, when we did the first half recap podcast and we talked about the Derby a little bit. I said straight on there that I didn't expect Alonso to win, but as a Met yeah. fan, I obviously wanted him to win. But I just realistically was not expecting him to win, so that was a shock to me. And also, him going up against Guerrero was just like when it was that matchup. I'm like, all right, I don't think I don't think Pete gets it. But at yes. certain points, watching Guerrero though, you could tell he was very tired.
0: Definitely. I mean, you hit 90-something home runs, like, mm-hmm. and he was definitely. Talk- and they were even talking about that how he was hitting the ball more in front of his swing than he was previously, because now he's getting more tired.
1: But you know? know what, though? Guerrero still hit 22 in the third round. That's, that's still a big number. Yeah. That's still a daunting number for Alonso to go after.
2: And also, yeah, I'll,
1: I'll, I want to note this right now. Alonso never had to use bonus time. Even though he got it in every round, he never had to use it. Yeah. That's pretty clutch. But, yeah, no, when, Al- when Alonso got up there, like there were certain points where he was looking slow. But yeah, then I remember the, he got so hot.
0: There were some points where I was like, "Man, he's not going to do it."
1: Mm-hmm. He's not.
0: He doesn't. He didn't even have the bonus time until we're right at the end.
1: Yeah, but dude, he he just got so hot, and then he won. I was like, I was in shock. You you saw my reaction. I was just yeah, like, that was that was crazy. That was really because, crazy because good things don't happen to the Mets. <laughs> so like this was just especially. In regards to this year, nothing good has, has gone right for the Mets. Yes, to have this happen was just like completely. You said you're going to get his jersey, right? I'm going to get one of the All Star jerseys, yeah, yeah, in time. Just because I'm also I'm also a big fan of the uh, the workout jerseys they had the cutoffs. Yeah. I think those are great. I'm I'm a big cutoff jersey guy, so like I think those are great. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to try and snag one of those. It was a really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's up to the All-Star game. Okay, all. Well, the All right, so it's worth noting that we were go we were texting a lot throughout the All-Star game and we wrote, we had a lot of things to say. They we had
0: a lot to say.
1: We really went in deep with the All-Star there game. There was
0: a lot of stuff that was that came up on the All-Star game.
1: Yeah, like, we'll we'll cover a little bit of the gameplay, but there was a lot of things that we just noticed that we feel really compelled to talk about.
0: Yeah, we'll have to, well, we might have to do some focus episodes on it, but...
1: Yeah, but we definitely may, we could make a focus episode out of some of these topics.
2: Yeah,
0: so let's start off, though, the player intros were
2: just...
1: Oh, oh my gosh, I loved every minute of it.
0: I. I didn't know how I felt about the whole music theme being in Cleveland, but uh, ha- see, having the guitars, bro. Oh my! That's baseball. God, that's baseball. I know like, it is. I agree. I,
1: this is where I'm gonna get. You know, I'm I'm a big music guy, so I I obviously really love the whole guitar thing, and I'm I like guitars, like I like rock music, like that's just who I am. So to me, this really appealed to me. Yeah. In my opinion, and I know music's very objective. People like what they like for their own reasons. I understand that, but there's something about guitar and baseball that is just classic. I agree. Like I, I don't think like do pushing hip hop or rap in baseball is the way to go. Personally, I think. Well, I mean, I think you need that classic guitar sound because it just it fits the game much better.
0: Here's the thing with that, though. I like listening to the rap to like pump myself up, you know.
1: I un- I understand that. I understand that, and I know that's what a lot of people do. You know, when I played ball, I would occasionally do that. But like
0: that—that's that was my main thing. I I completely get. I completely agree that like baseball, rock and roll, that like that's like the thing. But also like
1: rock, it just works, you know.
0: Individually, to get myself pumped up, totally go with rap that's what i would
1: choose i understand that but if you're going to promote the game which we're going to dive into this a lot more i think going that classic rock sound is what you kind of need
0: yeah i agree i agree
1: but now during the player intros though when and i I don't know if this is just me noticing this for the first time but i told you this and i'm sure i've been aware of it but this is the first time it's actually clicked with me when when mike trout got announced the crowd reaction was insane. He's the new, he's the new Jeter. He's the new Pujols. He's yeah. the new universally loved player in the game.
0: I agree. I agree. And he wore a Skaggs number too.
2: Mm-hmm. He that did. That was really
0: cool. Mm-hmm. But like, but uh, yeah, no, I completely agree. He, he's that new guy where whatever ballpark he goes to, everyone's gonna cheer for him.
1: And and don't get me wrong, like the Cleveland fans are very nice. They don't have much to boo about. You know, they're. Mm-hmm. A, Kind of small, (laughs) but we'll get to that. I have to bring that up. (laughs) They don't have much to boo about, but like, so they're going to be nice to most people. But I think any ballpark Mike Trapp goes to, he's going to get cheered for. The only place where I could see a few boos is next year when they play at Dodger Stadium. But still, he's going to get an overwhelming like applause every time because he's the new universally loved player.
0: I agree. I agree. But Mm -hmm. speaking of boos in Cleveland, though. Mm-hmm. I did notice when they announced a rolled this Chapman, the entire stadium booed. Yeah, because because of the World Series, <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's that simple. <laughs> like I, I get that, I get that, I know I, it. I
0: totally get that too. I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: the best one of the one of my favorite moves for the, that the Yankees have made ever was Chapman was was. Renting Chapman to the Cubs, getting Gladbro Torres, signing Chapman back, and then having everyone. That was great. I love that.
1: Yeah. Another thing in the intro, though, was <laughs> Michael, Michael Brantley made his return to Cleveland.
0: Yeah, everyone got, loved that.
1: I was so happy for him. But also, too, I have a little story to tell because my mom listened to the podcast and she was upset I didn't bring the story up about Michael Brantley.
2: Yeah.
1: So, Michael Brantley, his dad played baseball. He played for the Mariners in the late 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad grew up in the same town as my mom, and they were friends, and they have, like, a photo together and stuff. No way, really? I- I'm not joking, dude. It's oh insane. God. But here's-, here's the funny thing, though. His dad, Mickey, played for the Mariners in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. But he after the 89 season, he never played in the majors again. And he was a pretty good ball player. But you know why he never got called up again? Why? A little kid by the name of Ken Griffey Jr. took his spot. <laughs> in the Mariner's album, really And he never got called up again. And he was a good player too, but that when a future Hall of Famer comes up, you know.
0: Yeah, that's funny. I have a couple of stories like that, but I'm not gonna bring it up in the pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Yeah, that's that's so sick, man. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, no, I also it, I also got called out by Ken for saying sick in the podcast too much.
1: Well, I mean, I can call you out on that, but I know there's a lot of things that I've said a lot in the podcast. Yeah. Like in the recap episode, I said something's missing at least 20 times for teams. Yeah, you
0: did. You did. I, I, am going to try to not say sick a lot, just to just to see how that goes.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But, uh, but in in your opinion, was this the best All Star Game intro? among things like the crowd reaction the music the festivities and the graphics like was it just the best intro what's your take
0: definitely 100
1: definitely I, I i agree with that i, I a, do
0: at least in recent memory like for sure this was the best all-around opening intro um i'm pretty sure i forgot who sang the national anthem but it wasn't like anything crazy you know yeah i, I hate when they try to butcher the the national anthem and try to make like its own thing Mm-hmm. Sing the song and it was good i really liked it awesome. and then the best part that rounded it all out that kind of like choked me up just a little bit when they did the flyover with the jets
1: yep, yep. I, I told you that's one of my favorite things is to see the flyover yeah
0: but for for the view for the listeners and everything i don't know if you guys noticed this but i was, I was sitting next to my dad my dad was in the air force so he, like he knows this stuff they did i forgot the actual name do you remember the
1: actual name that i told you I don't
0: remember it now. I think it's called the missing, sh- the missing Man Formation.
1: Yeah, it was something like that you said, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what that is. It's called the Missing Man Formation. So it's a specific flyover that they do at, like, funerals for, um, for fallen soldiers or stuff like that or, like, a president. Um, they flew over in the Missing Man Formation to honor Tyler Skaggs. That's crazy. Which was, that's... like, it's something that not a lot of people maybe picked up on. But that, like, completely put the cherry on top for the best that I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. That it was, was literally a perfect night. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: That was really good. That was really good.
0: I really, really liked that.
1: But then
2: the um,
0: game
1: starts. And the game starts. And this is going to be the – this is the theme that we kind of ran with for most of the games we were watching. And that's, like, the All-Star game is more about, like, press and media and spreading the game than actually playing the game
0: definitely especially now that the game actually means nothing
1: mm-hmm. i liked
0: when it when it meant something you know
1: yeah it meant home field advantage it, yes. there was something behind it there was a reason to play the game but now this is just more of MLB putting money in their pockets
0: a hundred percent and it's just a big promotion i mean it, it always has been but more than more than ever now yeah it's just promoting the game
1: oh absolutely but before we dive into that more that mike trout commercial that yeah, came man. on before the that was that commercial gave me chills
0: me too that was that was really really something and you know what it reminded me of speaking of like the jeter and the pooholtz theme mm-hmm. it reminded me of all the commercials they did for jeter when he was retiring
2: mm. it's
0: true you know it's and true. now now they can promote trout because everyone loves him, now they can really promote him and try to attract everyone, you know? It,
1: it, it only took them, like, eight years to finally promote the guy. I mean...
0: Dude, that's the thing, though. That's the thing that I've heard from all these people who are not even into baseball. Just, like, marketers or entrepreneurs, especially Gary V, He's talked about it. He's, like, famously known for really liking football. But he's mm-hmm. talked about baseball. MLB really sucked and still sucks at promoting their players. Absolutely. That's... They're trying to fix it now. Like they had the player weekend uh last two years. I, I guess they're not doing it this year. I haven't heard anything about it.
1: I Yeah, I haven't heard anything on it either. I feel like they are, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I remember it being kind of – I
0: forgot when Luke Voigt came out, but Luke Voigt was in player weekend last year, and I know he came up kind of late. So maybe
1: they'll we'll still have it in August sometime. Yeah, but. It, they usually do have it in August. And I remember last year they did like they announced like the jerseys and stuff. The beginning part of August, and the games, the weekend series was at the end of August. So we could expect to hear something then. Hopefully, I, I actually like when they do that. I think it's cool.
2: It, it's but a that's, change of pace.
1: It's a change of pace. Right, unless like, the
0: players association trying to promote the players more. And I like how they go to Williamsport too
1: and play a game. I really like that. Me
0: too. That's cool. Well, what else was? There? I want to bring one more thing up. More
1: mm-hmm. players. I, I I forget. I lost my I lost my train of thought. It comes but. back. Just say. Just say. Yeah. But yeah, no. Something that really ticked me off during the game, and this is just this is just me being an in-depth baseball baseball fan, but I hate how Fox and other big broadcasted baseball games are so simple-minded and just don't go into depth because there's so many casual fans listening. Like, and well, this kind they, of, this kind of contradicts what I said earlier about the home run derby going into too much. Yeah, it kind of contradicts that, but like. Just listening to the All-Star game, it just sounded so simple and so cookie-cutter, and I'm like, how can I get behind this, you know? sounded really scripted, too. Oh. Oh. When we dig into the juice balls, that's when we talk about scripted.
0: Oh, my gosh. But I think Joe Buck, like, I know most people hate him. I legitimately hate Joe Buck. Same. I really, really hate when he announces games. Mm -hmm. And just having to listen to him for the All-Star game is just like, come on.
2: You know?
1: the reason why Fox uses Joe Buck, and listen, he's not liked by many people in whatever sport he does, but the reason why Fox uses him is because he you can tell that he just keeps the same voice, so he's not showing favoritism.
0: Right. He's not showing, but that annoys me too. I mean like you don't they have to they you don't have, have, to, have to, to keep, to keep the same voice. Like
1: they have to do that for games like that though.
0: Yeah, I get it, but like even during the playoffs, like, I remember, like, not to be salty about how, how, he, how he announced the Yankee game, and, like, throwing it back to the, to the focus episode that we just did with the 2017 Yankees, remember the Yankees took the lead in that 6-4 to four comeback game, and he was like, now the Yankees have the lead. He was, like, super enthusiastic about it. Like, I understand not trying to show sides, but show a little bit of, like, excitement, you know? Mm-hmm. I understand where you're coming from with that. I, I get but that. The show excitement for both sides. It's, mm-hmm. it's either, I, I don't like not showing excitement for both sides. Show excitement for both sides. Like, show that you actually care. Mm-hmm. That's not saying that he does or doesn't, but. No,
1: you know what really ticked me off, though? Yeah. Freddie Freeman goes up to bat in the top of the first. Wow. Oh. And they're talking to him. He's wearing an earpiece.
0: I I don't mind talking I, to the players if they're on the bench and they're watching the game. I don't mind that. A lot different. A lot different than in the middle of the at-bat.
1: A lot different. I was not a fan of that. And actually, I put this on our Oni Boys story. I like. I just put out like if you have hot takes, let us know and we'll put it on the podcast. And good old Mike Nuns responds to us. Mike Nuns. Mike Nuns, and he kind of agreed that he didn't like the announcers talking to the players during the games and stuff. So it's nice knowing that we have another opinion there on that. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was a, it was annoying. I, I think it was last year, or the year before when A-Rod was walking on the field as they were warming up.
1: Oh, that I remember that was in Miami. And that really yeah, it was crazy.
0: in Miami. So you, and you could totally, totally tell that none of the players were having it.
1: Yeah. And that, that kind of goes back to the point of MLB just using this game to promote and sell. Yeah. They're doing things so much more differently. It's
2: hmm.
0: but okay, let's hop into this now. Promoting and selling, they talked about the juiced balls. Oh my god, so much! Oh my god, like like we were talking about that. We might have mentioned it in one of the podcasts, but I remember talking about that specifically to you the entire season so far. And then they brought it up like it felt like a million times during the game.
1: MLB is trying to cover themselves right now. the And also, here's the other thing I noticed, and this just could be coincidence. I don't know. But I noticed the conversation of juiced balls was very early in the game, the first couple of innings. Yeah. And also, the, here here's why I think they do that. I think they do that because they know they'll get casual fans to watch for the first couple of innings and they'll turn yes. it off. 150 percent. So they're just trying to get that news out there now, and then by the time they know the casual fans aren't watching, they're going to stop talking about it. And
2: the thing they're that trying, really...
1: Trying, MLB's trying to save face is what they're trying to do.
2: Yeah.
0: And they interview Verlander, and he probably knew that there was going to be an interview. Like, they probably told him, hey, we're going to interview you after this inning, and they talked to him about some stuff. But then at the end, almost positive, they put him on the spot about all the comments that he made about how MLB has the balls juiced. Mm-hmm. And, like, he had... <laughs> He has what the most home runs given up this season so far? I don't think so. Or or top? I, I'm pretty sure that's what they said. His ERA is still in the twos. Right, right, right. So
1: like, I, I really don't think he's giving up that many home runs.
0: <laughs> I, I'm gonna look it up right now. Talk, say what
1: you want to say, and I'll look it up. I mean, it it was kind of ridiculous how much they were bringing up the juice balls, and especially with the players too, because when they were talking to who. Who was in the outfield that they were talking to? Bellinger in- and Yellich. And yes. No, yeah. Yelich. No, look right it, now. Justin, to
0: wait, real quick to go back. Justin Verlander does have the most home runs given up this season at 26.
1: That's insane to think about because he also has a low ERA. I know. So that means all of his runs are from the home run.
0: Yes. And and they're, they're solo. Most of them are solo home runs too.
1: Yeah, that, that most, makes which a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense now.
0: Yeah, but that's why he was so adamant about it, because he's mm-hmm. pissed off. You could just be pissed off because he's given a bunch of home runs, but I'm def- he's definitely onto something, like, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I fully agree. And he- I heard—this was just a rumor that I heard. I don't know how true it is, but just take this at face, because, like, I don't know if it's completely true or not, but I heard there was a rumor that he got called into a meeting before the game in a room with Joe Torre— And uh, Jim Leland, who are, like, high up in MLB right now. And they basically, like, yelled at him for making all these comments.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: But then they interview him, and he has to bring it up. And they definitely put him on the spot, maybe (laughs) to make him look stupid for saying the comments. Uh... I don't know about that. Or, like, maybe they tried to... Just really put him on the spot so he didn't have a good answer to maybe look like his comments were, weren't were that strong or didn't just, hold a lot of water,
1: you know? I just still think MLB is trying to cover their ass any way they can.
0: Yeah, but yeah, so going back to Yelich and Bellinger, mm-hmm. it was like almost cringy, or it was cringy the way that they both talked about it.
1: You could tell how awkward of a situation it was.
0: Because obviously they have they have the most hormones this year. Mm-hmm. Combine well, the two of them, they're at the I top. W-
1: I want to note again that Mike Nuns came back, and said, like on the Instagram story, he came back and said that the announcers were asking dumb questions that they were looking for a clear cut answer for a certain answer.
0: Yeah, and, and that, then when they, when they so asked true. about how do you guys feel about the balls and if yeah. they're juiced or not, and then. Both of them were like, "Uh, just uh, keep them where they are. Let's we're hitting let's, home runs. <laughs> hitting home runs. Don't change how they are." Mm. We're
2: like,
1: "What the heck, you know?" Mm.
2: <laughs>
1: that uh. was annoying. I just we, we could really do a big focus episode on the juice balls, and I think we should soon. Yeah, but I think it's something we should look into. Let's hop off this topic. Let's keep moving on. Um, uh, something I just want to mention real quick is yeah. that. And we've kind of already touched on it, but MLB is definitely more corporate than sport. they care more about the money than the sport, I think, and I, that game, the game showed it, because yeah. notice how I, I, I noticed this, but everything just seemed brighter. Jersey seemed brighter. Yeah. Well, they, in the stadium I they a put a lot better. of gold on the jerseys now, you know. Well, they, just, they want people to buy these jerseys. Yeah, it's that yeah. simple. Yeah. It's that simple. And obviously, people are going to do it, but... I enjoyed the hats this year, actually. The hats were pretty cool. The hats were pretty cool.
0: i, I didn't years, mind. they really sucked. Like, the one year they did the old Padres look, kind of, you know?
1: That, so, they, they were pushing something that they were pushing.
2: gross, yeah.
1: But, all in all, my take on the All-Star game is that it's just a giant advertisement for MLB. Definitely. It's just... A way to attract people to the game, which obviously, you know, you, you want to attract more faces, you know, you want to you want to get kids at a young age. And I get that. But for fans who have been in it, the All-Star Game's a joke.
0: Well, I, I think it's it's always been an advertisement, like for sure, it always has been an advertisement. They always really but try th-
2: to promote it
1: this year. They made it much more obvious than recently. definitely. Definitely. Like, I, I feel that way, too. I feel like it's always been an advertisement. But this year they were pushing an agenda. Yeah, but I agree. Dig into the actual game now. Um, AL won again. Not surprising. <laughs> Love it. Here's the thing, though. I, like I said this on the first half recap, the NL actually had a really strong roster this year. This was their strongest roster in and a while. And to be
0: honest, I, I was really concerned if the AL was going to win or not just because
1: the NL really had a stacked team. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I think in the future, though, I think the NL is going to be the dominant team. Their team's young. Yeah. They had a lot of young pieces on that team. It is. But you uh, saw Charlie Blackman go deep, saw Joey Gallo go deep. Shane Bieber won MVP. That was really cool. His home ballpark gets the MVP. It
0: was really cool. Uh, do you think he should have deserved MVP? I mean, he struck out the side. Right. But here, here's my take on it. Here's my take. Who
1: do you think should have won?
0: I don't know who should have won. So I guess I really shouldn't be arguing it. But yeah. I mean, Chapman struck out the side to close oh. the game. I'm not I'm not saying that Chapman should have won, but I'm just saying, like, Tanaka pitched really uh, – bad example because he's another Yankee, but you get what uh, I'm yeah, trying to well, say?
1: I'm just saying you're spinning your tires on the Yankees and you're not convincing me at all.
0: Okay. Let, let me try to th- – I don't know of a better example, but basically what I'm trying to say, there were players that did almost the same thing that he did. But, like, I get it. The home crowd, he sure out the side, pitched really well. Not mm-hmm. saying he doesn't deserve it, but I'm saying there are other players –
1: we did just as well as him, you know you, you definitely think MLB has it against the Yankees. you really no, think that's. That. Promise I promise really, that's not like where now I'm. Now that from. all this. I really think you have some vendetta against MLB because they bashed the Yankees or something. if I'm
0: being honest, it's not why I brought that up, but I'm just trying to bring up like there I know for a fact there's other players you could have given it to Joey Gallo for who broke the game who made the, the game four to three? Was it him?
1: Um, I don't, I think Gallo's home run was kind of earlier-ish in the game. I honestly don't remember how they got the lead, but Gallo did hit a home run, hit it off of Will Smith. I know that.
0: I'm going to look it up right now. They scored, oh no, it it was four to one. And then the Nationals
1: did jump out to an early lead. I, I do remember that.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but I guess that's a bad example, but that's basically what I was trying to say, you know? I'm not saying that Tanaka or Chapman deserve it. Tanaka definitely didn't because he I'm pretty sure there's a guy in base, pretty sure he walked the guy, didn't strike out the side. But Hmm. I guess there what I'm trying to say, there was no standout all uh, standout MVP. I agree
2: with
1: that. Yeah, that no one stood, no one had the big hit. But and this hear me out on this. Yeah. But this is kind of like the last point I want to make on the All Star game, because we do have other things we gotta cover. But Pete Alonso was the first rookie to have two RBIs in his first All-Star game. If the National League wins, does he get MVP?
2: Yes,
1: like okay. that's that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you know. Because so I think he had a standout performance, but obviously National League didn't win.
0: Right, National League wins, he wins the MVP. Mm-hmm. Not Honestly, a pitcher who struck out the side, you know.
1: I, I think it was the uh, Pete Alonso show for the two days. Yeah, I really think which it
0: was. just I- good for the Mets.
1: Yeah, it's good because it's gonna. He finally gets a big stage. Like, he was already becoming an up-and-coming name in MLB, but this was his stage, and he really took advantage of it. So The only Mets jersey at Dick's right now that isn't on clearance is Pete Alonzo. <laughs> he's a machine. And our our boy Nelly also hit us up and saying, talk some Alonzo about the derby on the All-Star game. So definitely. there you go, Nelly. And you, you can't not talk about him. He was definitely standout both days. Mm-hmm. So you you want to dive into the uh weekend that was now, recap some of the games, what's been going yeah, on.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So obviously let's let's just cut into the uh the heartstrings a little bit. The big game Friday night out in Anaheim. Boy, you can you can't make this stuff you up. You literally can't make you know, it up. It's funny. they're in LA. You couldn't hire the best writer, the best movie writer to write a script like this. You really couldn't. No, you couldn't. Like, That's what makes baseball great. You can't you cannot predict these things.
0: Which is actually like if you dive in, like obviously it's cool, like all the really, really deep statistics were like, oh, they scored seven runs in the first, one thirteen nothing, his birthday is seven thirteen. Like that's cool. Mm. But I feel like I don't wanna sound like disheartened when I say this, but I feel like you're reaching for stuff when you get onto that type of a level. But it 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 is
2: amazing.
1: I understand that, and I agree that you're kind of reaching for stuff, but at the same time, it's no coincidence, I wanna say. Oh,
0: definitely not. But, and the thing that stood out to me the most personally was that the last no hitter that was thrown in California combined no hitter, combined combined no hitter. Let's emphasize that was literally the day that he was born.
1: That's it, it's so crazy how all of this just came together and happened. Like, yeah, what that's it, it's insane. Literally, I'm still speechless about that whole thing, because who saw that coming you know, It was their first game back in Anaheim since everything happened. And
0: yeah. Which is insane. weird to think about, because not that it did feel like it was long mm-hmm. until they got back into Anaheim, you know, well,
1: because the All-Star break, you had two days where there was no baseball going on.
0: Right. And they ended that's it like, on the road. But
1: yeah. And everything happened when they were on the road. Yeah. So. His mom threw out the first pitch. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that whole scene Friday night was something that you no, – no one could have written that. Like, that's just something that's just – in I, I still can't wrap my head around it. Like, that's you how did. it was. It was crazy. Absolutely insane. But you know what? Not to take away from the no-hitter or anything, but there was another game Friday night, too, that if the no-hitter didn't happen, this game would have been the one to talk about. Astros and Rangers in Texas. This was like... What a way to kick off the second half. But you, you got to
0: tell me about it, because I actually didn't pay attention to it.
1: Well, the night before Thursday night, the uh, Rangers and Astros were the only team to play a game. Right, and Lance Lynn got 11 Ks. Great, yeah. great for my fantasy team, I'll say that. Great for my fantasy team, I like that. But yeah, no, Astros-Rangers, these guys... Have a big game. They're going back and forth throughout the game. Garrett Cole struck out thirteen. Wow. Alvarez hits two home runs for the Rangers, and then not the Rangers, the Astros. Excuse Astros, me. Astros, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I goofed that up. But they were playing the Rangers. But um, the Rangers walk it off. The Rangers win nine eight. This was a big back and forth game. Cole struck out thirteen, so he was obviously dominant. It was a game that had everything.
2: Yep. It,
1: it was wild one. Wild West. Wild huh? West. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> trade season also uh, kicked off. Here it the, is. It's the, beginning. The, the big trade of Andrew Cashner <laughs> from the Orioles to the Red Sox.
0: Wow. Blockbuster.
1: Wow. The Orioles trade away their opening day starter, Andrew Kashner.
0: Wow. They're ace. Ace They're- of the stats. <laughs>
1: Oh, but, you know, a trade did have to kick it off. And what, like,
0: I guess that's one. And to be I, honest, if you and you...
1: I were together when this trade got announced and the jokes were just going back and forth. Yeah, that was stuff. really funny.
0: Some of them. Of course, Rob picks him up in our league. He was like, oh, he's going to he's going to do well in the Red Sox. Not pitcher bad this year. I'm like, OK, Rob.
1: Okay. Here's the thing. He, he may get some wins because he now has an offense behind him, but he's still going right. to give up four runs every start. I know. Sorry, it, Rob. It's to you, but <laughs> to be
0: honest, like just me as a Yankee fan hating the Red Sox, when I look at Andrew Kashner, I'm like, wow, you're definitely fitting the Red Sox, like you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Like I know
1: what you're trying to say, yeah. but boy, do you, listen to this? I just remembered this now that we're talking about Andrew Kashner. So he was originally a Cubs prospect. He was a big Cubs prospect. Yeah. He got traded to the Padres. Do you know who he got traded for?
0: Who was on the Padres to the Cubs?
1: Yeah, who was on the Padres that got traded to the Cubs when they made this trade? I believe it was 2011.
0: I want to say some players, but I'm probably going to be wrong. Who was it?
1: Padres had this young prospect by the name of Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, I was going to say Rizzo O'Brien. Mm-hmm. So, Kashner for Rizzo. Wow. Look how that trade turned out. Wow. Yeah. That's oh, okay. <laughs> that's actually crazy. That's how that's how highly Andrew Kashner was thought of. Was, was keyword being was.
0: Yeah, that's that's so funny. But yeah, we'll see how it kicks off. Andrew Kashner, and then of course Homer Bailey.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's an ease. Nice. Why is Homer Bailey a thing? Like I I gave, I gave Homer Bailey crap in the uh, first half recap episode. I just I can't get over this. <laughs> I posted about
0: this morning. He he fits the A's, like, outlook, you know? Yeah,
1: because he's cheap, and he'll give them innings.
0: Cheap doesn't cost a lot. That's the whole A. They, they find a way to play with an inexpensive team.
1: There's, I've always liked what they've done in Oakland. I've said that before in a City, and I've always liked what they do. They, they don't spend a lot of money. They yeah. have guys that
0: just remake their careers there. I, I'm pretty sure they're six or six and a half games out of the division. And I, I don't. They think have the wild card spot right now.
1: I don't think they're getting the division. I see them as a lock for the wild card. Right. but I think, think about it. I think they need one more arm though in that rotation. They made
0: a really good play, like division push last year. Mm-hmm. They got really hot. They did. And nobody expect like I, I wouldn't put it past them
1: to do that again this year. Really try to make a push at the. It will. I think you forgot about this. Cause now that it's been brought up but remember back in the beginning of the season when MLB posted on Instagram to oh, win 90 something games <laughs> again and you commented like no with a bunch of laughing faces and everyone got mad at you everyone <laughs> and MLB commented back at me
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but <laughs> that's actually really funny that you brought up I just that up.
1: remember that now that we brought that up I just did wow. that <laughs>
0: Feels and bad. That's here really we are funny. Like
1: four months later. <laughs> here we
0: are, and then they could possibly do it again. And I'm talking them up as to them night do it again. Wow, way to go, Will.
1: <laughs> but anyway, speaking of relations, how about uh Trevor Bauer's father, Max Kepler?
0: <laughs> Bro, Max Kepler. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was insane. <laughs>
0: Most most consecutive at bats to be home runs against a pitcher.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's
0: that's insane. Yeah. I ma- imagine being Trevor Bauer, who's top of the league for pitchers, in my opinion. I really, really like Trevor Bauer. He's, got-, I know he, he's got really good stuff and he's really Really tried to adopt the analytical part into mm-hmm. his whole like preparation for the game. I I remember Listen to an interview that he had. He, he really tries to dive into it, really, really tries to be good. But Max Kepler, man.
1: You know what else Trevor Bauer does? He'll cut his hand with a drone and then miss a lot of the postseason. <laughs> cut his hand fixing his drone, and that'll be that. But anyway, yeah. yeah, no, Max Kepler. You know, when Max Kepler like hits home run, like does he call his actual dad or does he call Trevor Bauer? Like, what, what does he do? You know?
0: Bro, he literally owns Trevor Bauer. Like, does. that was Trevor. I would just walk him from now on. Like, oh, wow, Max Kepler again? I I wouldn't give
1: up. I would – if I'm Trevor Bauer, I want to fight back. I want to beat the guy.
0: (laughs) I bet he said that the last four times.
1: I don't (laughs) want to get into him.
0: (laughs) I bet the last four times, the last four home runs, I bet he said that. Oh, I'm just going to strike him out this time. Doink. Uh, This time. (laughs) Doink. Doink.
1: No, that's – I'm still very upset Max Kepler was on All-Star, though.
0: You know what's funny? Like, obviously, pitchers, like – We'll get, that, we'll get to that in a sec. I don't mean to cut you off, but, like, I remember listening to Stacey's podcast. Somebody asked him, what's the most annoying hitter that you've ever faced? And, like, pitchers have that one annoying hitter that just owns you, you know? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. And it's Max Kepler for Trevor Bauer. <laughs> oh,
1: 100%. 100%.
0: It's so, that, that's so funny. I love that. But you're, you're mad he wasn't an all-star?
1: I am mad because he had 21 home runs going into the break. He was leading the Twins. They didn't do a final vote, right? They didn't do a final vote. I was surprised by that. Me too. I was waiting for a final vote to happen. And I think we... I don't know if we talked about it on the pod or we talked about it after we recorded or something, but I do remember talking about it over the mics. (laughs) But I just don't... I I don't remember hearing anything that the final vote wasn't going to be a thing this year. Like... Yeah, that was I I enjoy that. I think that's cool. It it gives you a chance to rally around a team and a player. And And talk about promoting
0: the game, you know, you can totally get trending on Twitter with the final vote. Like it's all on Twitter,
1: you know?
2: Yeah.
1: And also the big thing is like I've noticed in recent years, a lot of like if they if a team has one guy going for it, the twenty four other guys in that clubhouse will make up shirts and like make signs and do whatever it's a huge, they huge
0: do. promotion thing yeah, i don't know why they
1: didn't do it exactly i don't understand what mlb was thinking cutting it this year so
0: maybe because they did the extra type of voting this year
1: but yeah, still you, but you, you gotta the, have
0: the final vote man the
1: final vote it, it does mean a lot it means a lot for promotion
0: yeah like talk if they want to promote the game that's mm-hmm. how you do it you get trending on twitter People who don't really follow baseball, click on
1: it, see what it is, you know? Yeah, and then they just dive into it from there. It's that simple. Yeah. But anyway, something I wanted to bring up that I saw this weekend. Mr. Matt. Robinson Cano hits two home runs this weekend. Is he getting his swing back? Do you think that he's finding his swing, or do you just think he's just hot and he's going to get cold again? You saw him a lot more as a Yankee. I did.
0: Um. Man, I, I'm still, I'm still mad he's not an Yankee, but what he's doing now, I guess it's whatever. But, um, I don't know. I mean, not to bash on the Marlins, it was against the Marlins, yes. And, uh, like, that's the same thing with like Glyber really giving it to the Orioles. It's the Orioles, you know, not mm-hmm. to take away from what they're doing, but you get, you have to consider that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I hopefully, like, I want to see Robbie Cano get a swing back mm-hmm. i think it was funny that chart that we posted on instagram how they get like two big players and they pan out to be nothing like the and-
1: washed up veterans it's and the fan base kind of gets excited about it and then the player just doesn't do well and then we hate the player well it's a, a constant cycle i've dealt with all my life and obviously i'm not thrilled about it and obviously It's never going to change. And obviously, I'm just going to live with it and tell myself I'm fine. But really, I'm not when it comes to the Mets. I
0: want to see Robbie Cano get a swing back, but I don't know.
1: I I think it's too small of a sample size, but it's worth talking about. It's worth talking
0: about. And I'm glad that he performed against the Marlins after basically being benched after the last time
1: he was in Miami. I will say, though, when he hit his home run Saturday night, in the dugout, he looked so happy i've i haven't seen him smile like that all year he looked so happy so it's
0: it's like redemption i don't know if you ever had that when you were playing when you know you messed up but then get a chance to fix it
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: that that's one of the best feelings that any player can have i feel like
1: but also it's crazy to think though you know going into the second half cano only had four home runs and 18 rbis but what strikes me is that this guy is first at bat as a Met took Max Scherzer deep. And yeah. I remember thinking, like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. So there, There's there's a chance. He's, He's 36. Just... He's 36. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not throwing all my stones there. But I get that. Spe- speaking of the Marlins, though, I put this on the Oni Boys account. They're, next weekend, this coming weekend, they're doing throwbacks from, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. They are hot. Man. Oh, my gosh dude i want to i want to get my hands on one of those so bad they are 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 so hot they are oh my god they got like the teal lettering the teal pinstripe and they're cut off and that you can throw on some black sleeves if you want i made i made the the jerseys in the show dude these i we had a comment on that photo too and the guy said like you know the jerseys now are terrible they should never changed them and I fully agree with that. Like, yeah. I don't understand. The change to become the Miami Marlins was never needed, I think. They only did that to promote the team in the new ballpark when they did it. But they should have kept, like, the teal and, like, the teal on black. They should have, but whites. from, like, a business
0: standpoint, I understand it. Because mm-hmm. you had that that Marlins team with those jerseys. They had a couple good years. Mm-hmm. But then when they sucked, you want to rebrand and try to make a new team and get the fans interested again. So you rebrand, you get new jerseys, Wait, you can you make know, more money past- that way.
1: They rebranded in 2012 and they brought in a lot of big names. They bought in Jose Reyes, they bought in Mark Burley, they had a lot of big names. They bought in Heath Bell. And by the, by the next year, that team was dismantled. So it didn't yeah. work.
0: And then we've talked about it before. I'm positive we talked about it on the podcast before. The team that they could have had.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I honestly want to do a focus episode on just the Marlins because their history to me is so interesting. We we can really dive into it. Yeah, I want that to be a focus episode because their their history is very interesting. It's something I know a lot about. Just the ups and downs of that team is ins like literally insane. Look
0: at Christian Yelich right now. Mm-hmm. He was on that team. Yeah. Like hits oh treatment.
1: And then
2: uh,
0: we covered yeah, so they, they rebranded when they wanted to make new, and then Jeter rebranded mm-hmm. because he wants to make everything new and try to build up, because Marlins' franchise like really sucks right now. Yeah. Like yeah. As a whole, the team sucks. They got no big names on the team, really. Nope. And it's the gonna, fans it's gonna really time. aren't interested.
1: I, I don't think it's immediate that the Marlins move out of Miami. But because they're already trying to move the rays out of Tampa. I yeah. don't think it's and also well, the Mar- that's a whole nother just built a ballpark too. I don't think they're gonna be leaving anytime soon. But yeah. that's a like like you were just about to say, that's another topic to cover another time, I think.
0: Yeah, but the whole race thing is also a whole nother thing too. Drop kind yeah. of field blows. It's that's, so bad.
1: That's something we gotta cover at some point too.
0: Yeah. Just they've lost power twice already this year. Like are are you kidding me? <laughs> And all the problems they've ever had with the catwalk and hitting a high, high fly ball or a home run. like mm. Yeah. That's too much. <laughs> but anyway. Dude, this was a fun podcast.
1: We covered a lot of ground. We really did. Loved it, man. And, you know, who knows? Maybe... Maybe we'll drop a focus episode this week. We'll do a surprise drop. We'll see her. If not, you'll hear us next week again. Yeah, next we, month. we
0: usually record on Sundays and drop it Sunday night. But this weekend was a really busy weekend, so we had to record today. But we'll we'll drop it as soon as we're done. So
1: Fans decided to have a late-night staff meeting last night. So I was like, oh, got to be there. Got to be there for two hours. Oh, what fun.
0: And I had to see family from out of town yesterday. It was really, really fun. Loved it. <laughs> I, I miss them a lot. But... Just a lot. And my sister's grad party was Saturday. A really busy weekend, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you know, I I kind of I kind of want to drop a focus episode this week because I don't want to wait a whole week.
1: Yeah, no, I feel that. I'm I'm itching to do one, but that's something we'll talk about that behind the scenes. We're not giving out all our secrets right now. Yeah, no,
0: yeah, but yeah. Tune in. Us,
1: but
0: tell yeah. your friends. Hopefully, you
1: enjoyed this one. Also, if you got something to say, criticize us. Do whatever you want. Just give us some feedback. We. We want to know. We we care about what you guys think, and we've we've yeah, gotten a good amount of feedback so far, and we, we really, have. But we no, really like, appreciate those guys that have really stepped up and told us like what they think.
0: And so, we pro- we try to answer any of our Instagram
1: DMs or comments as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. Like we we want to make this the best thing for you because we're doing this for you. Like we're, obviously we're doing it for ourselves because we want to talk baseball, but we're also doing it for the people who are listening too. Like we yeah. want to give you guys something different to hear, so. If there's something specific you want to hear or just something we can do better, seriously, just let us know.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: Well, all right. I think
0: that'll be it, man. That's a wrap. You guys also got to let us know how should we do intros and outros because we have no idea how to do that yet.
1: Oh, wait, wait. Big news, big news. I will. I didn't even tell you this. But I kind of told you about this the other day. But the long-awaited team decade bracket Mm. will by the end of the week. Yeah, we posted about that probably a month ago, actually. At the last time we mentioned it was like the beginning of June. But yep. but and this is this is a lot on my end because I kind of run the whole tournament thing. But the way it, it I'm I'm formatting things a lot differently than I originally was. It's a lot yeah. to get into, it's a lot of nerdy stuff to get into, but I'm just changing the format of how I was gonna upload everything. So it's gonna be done by the end of the week. And the, 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 the designs it. are cool too. Like, well, I showed you the designs I'm going to do for this. These are sick. I really like them. And yeah, these designs are cool. So, yeah. And for those
0: of you who don't know what
1: we're talking about,
0: we, oh, yeah, that's at, the, at the Oni Boys account, we like, we, we first started off with doing this. We did, a, we did it right around March Madness. So, we started a, a little bit of a tournament, best jerseys ever tournament. Oh, yeah. Um, we did that. We did an obscure player tournament. We got to do another one of those. We we have to do another one of those 100%.
1: That was a lot of fun.
0: It was a lot of fun. Um, But just tournament, as in, like, we post, like, is this player more obscure than this player? And then people vote. And then, like, we did a round of 64. We got 64 different players. We did that. It was like a March Madness type thing. Mm -hmm. And who, Coco Crisp, the most obscure player.
1: I'm still a little bitter on that because I don't think he's entirely obscure, but I understand why he won. But congratulations, Coco Crisp.
0: Yeah, so we are going to do a decades bracket, though, as in we have, what, 12 different teams? I think so. Yeah, we have
1: 12 different teams
0: from each decade. So,
1: And also we have, like, a futures team
0: and, like, a present team, too. Mm-hmm. So we have, like, 1900s, the 10s, 20s, 30s, 40s, all the way up until present and future. Mm-hmm. Which is, I'm excited for that. It's going to be to make really one fun. One thing
1: clear there is a different, there's a 2010s team and a present team. All right. So, yeah.
0: All right. All right. That's, that's saved that. by the bell. I guess your phone's ringing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you can hear that because that's in the other room. But yeah, see, yeah. that's how
0: good our mics are for when we're actually yeah. not recording on Skype.
1: I could be wrong about this, but I don't think I heard the birds chirp today, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It is a beautiful day outside. It is beautiful. I gotta go cut the grass today. Nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that once we log off. Yeah, have fun with that. Oh, dude, I'm gonna have so much fun. Facts. Alright, that's it. That's a wrap. Alright, we will see you guys
0: whenever we're talking again. Tune in, follow us on Instagram at the Oniboys, like, comment, let us know uh, what you guys think. It's been a BLT wrap that's definitely not the out
1: (laughs) that was the last thing i wanted to say but obviously it didn't work but okay bye (laughs) got got
0: anything real quick (laughs) what got anything real quick you want to say real quick and i'll end it
1: no i i i thought blt rap was gonna be the ender but i guess not (laughs) i guess that's not how we end things (laughs) i see you guys later
2: Oh, oh,